This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Authenticity, balance, and a little moxie. This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. It's been a long time coming. Hey, to the storm, mom. Hmm. Yeah. She jamming. I can't hear. You might have to turn it up. Right. No, Running blind and true. I just need a little few more seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. I can't get this thing to stay still. Welcome back. I'll type it up. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, maybe so. Welcome yeah. to the Morse Code. We're back. We're back. Back in the studio. Yeah, it's been a long time since we have been in studio live. Uh, it's been a month. We haven't been back in since February. Start this right. Okay. I am your host, Dr. Oh, yeah. Juanita Morris, and along with me in this journey and in life's journey is Dr. JK. What's up, baby? Hey, hon. How, How you? are you? I am. I'm. I'm well. I'll be better if I can figure this out. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, actually. Are you? Yeah, it's, it's been a good day. Has it? It's been a good uh, month. <laughs> 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 it's been a great month, actually. Yeah. Yeah. All things considered. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Still working with this mic. I am, and I feel like I'm. I'm fussing at. Look, it's moving all by itself. Like I'm fussing at me because I would be saying like, mm-hmm. "Hun, you need it to be still." It doesn't have one of these little. I don't no, know. I don't. I, yeah, I no, guess it's so. the one. Uh, no, not that one. It's the other one. Is there another one? Yeah. So we'll we'll okay. get it. We'll get it at the. Go, we'll, <laughs> not commercial break. I'll <laughs> try to get you taken care I of. I sure appreciate it. Not a problem. How was your day today? My day was good. I think, you know. Oh, I think Mick broke this. Uh oh. <laughs> Let's not say that. Because <laughs> you know he. Godfather may be listening. Godfather of radio. When he come in, this stuff better be still. But, I mean, if Nick broke it, then that means I broke it, which means Nick gets fired, which means I get fired, which means you got to get a new producer. We've been working on this trying not to get fired for a year now, Dom. Let's just get a screwdriver first. Before, before we, <laughs> I'm gonna fix it before we leave. I'm just trying to put it on Nick so it's not on me. Because <laughs> Nick has been in the studio. Y'all have done an amazing job for real, for real, for the past yeah, two days. Have. You and Nick, you like y'all have held it down. We did our best, and as Nick said, our you know our goal was not to get fired as well. We just wanted well, to stay on the airwaves and we'll, we'll hope see that tomorrow. we'll <laughs> find out. Yes, we'll find out when the Godfather's back in that chair. We'll know the verdict. <laughs> yeah, y'all, I, I don't think people sometimes recognize that to prepare for three hours is, um, that is not an easy feat. Like, I think that Brian makes it look super simple or make it sound super simple. Yeah. But that's not an easy thing to do. Well, but to sit in here and talk for three hours as well, that's that's tough. Yeah. Just talking Every day for three hours. So imagine, like, also Nick's position where he has to talk, you know, be like the co-host. He also has to be running the board the entire time. And it's different than doing it for a 5 p.m. show because you got to do the weather. You got to do the interviews. Yeah. You got to let people in, like all those kind of things. So I, I fully respect what Brian and Nick do. Yeah. I do, too. We're not that fancy. We don't be letting folks in, do we? No, nobody's coming in today. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally just us. <laughs> it is just us. I don't know if that's selfish or not. Like we've been gone for a month and we're like, yeah, so no, we're no, good. No, use this time to get back acquainted with the studio 
clearly I need some acquaintance because this yeah. over here, it's we a good are deal. fighting and it's winning. So you've had a good day. I've had a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just me and you tonight. Got some work done and yeah. Yeah. I had handed some, some work over to some other, some other people. Did you? Yeah. We worked on our, me- I worked on the menu uh, for the box to cater. You did. For the month of uh, April. Uh-huh. And, uh, we should get be getting that posted here very shortly. Okay. Yeah. You're po- who's posting? Uh, the uh, our social media. Uh, our community marketing coordinator, manager person. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, yes. That. That is <laughs> awesome. I was just checking to be sure that it wasn't me. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> your your expertise will be uh, leaned upon. It's we'll light. Lean upon it's not you. much, so well, that's I mean, fine. That's yeah. good. So you got that done. What else you get done today? No, I don't know. Yeah. I started working on a table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I needed some uh, some time yeah. to just be still and do something that didn't require a lot of thought. Yeah. Yeah, so that was good. We've been walking every day. We didn't walk today. We walked, we've been walking, We our plan was to walk seven days straight at noon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't walk today. Nope. Nope. I don't know what you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you want to do with. It. I don't know. It's just an observation. Okay. So we'll have well, to. Well, I mean, we can walk later. Yeah. We might be walking at midnight. Why? You got something else this We're, evening? 12. 12. Oh, the 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. At midnight. I, I plan to be night night. Well, I mean, you can always wake up and, and go for a walk. Go for a walk. Yeah. Lo- as long as it's, it's not raining, you'll be fine. I can. Ooh, it's cooler can, today, though. That's good. But this hair can't take no rain now. I mean, it can take it. It cannot. <laughs> it will be a fight. The results from the rain probably will not be what we all want. <laughs> Is that how we're phrasing? That's how we're going to phrase it's gonna it. It's going to look a whole mess. Well, I mean, it won't look a mess. It will just look like it needs to be done. <laughs> You're so kind. You've been at that for a while. What's that? Making sure you phrase things. Oh, it's a, I don't know what that is. A skill. Oh, acquired. It, <laughs> it is an, an acquired skill. Uh-huh. I sent you an email earlier today. You did. So that was, was it today funny. or yesterday? No, I'm pretty sure it was today. Yeah. So Dom, I sent him an email today. Well, I forwarded an email. Right. And it was business related, something about something with some insurance or something. So he politely responds back and says, Yes, I received these exact same emails too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are you trying to tell me not to forward emails? No, that wasn't what I was saying. I was just letting you know that I do get the same emails. (laughs) And another copy on my inbox would not, it doesn't change my world at all. So he was saying, stop forwarding me stuff. And then I said, so he he was like, no, who me? Yeah, sure. That's exactly what you were saying. You know, that's fine. What, what, What would you rather me say? Don't send me these emails anymore. Don't forward me these emails. That's just mean. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, oh. I think so. Okay. I mean, do what you do, hon. So you had a pretty good... What? Everybody's happy, right? Nobody's mad, sad. Is that what we're going for? That's what we're going for. Uh, Are you not happy? Oh, I'm happy, but okay. it has nothing to do with the emails. It has nothing to do with the emails. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nothing to do with the emails. Yeah. So have you missed the last month? Um, I kind of miss coming in here and uh, having our little conversations and yeah. uh, listening to our guests and yep. having information transferred one to another. And I, I think it's good to be back. It is good to be back. Yeah. It's great to be back in the studio. I got first day jitters. Do you? I do a little bit. I never would have imagined it. I, yeah, I got first day jitters. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm glad to be back as well. We um, have taken a little bit of time, and we're going to share why we were gone for um, a while in a a little bit. And we're also going to kind of talk about the elections, um, our local elections that just the polls just closed yesterday. Thanks so much for joining us and listening to The Morris Code. We truly, truly appreciate you as we head towards one year on the air um, you are listening to, again, The Morris Code on WSOY 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, and we are also streaming live on NowDecatur.com. We'll be right back to talk about elections and to talk about some health care. There are three words I always hear when someone from our staff is on the phone. We got it. Hi, it's Laurie from Rex Battery.
He calls us and asks if we have a certain type of battery. The answer is always, we got it. Even in those very rare instances we don't, we know how to get it. And if we don't know how to get it, we'll build it. That's how committed we are to making sure you have the power you need. From model cars to real cars, from toys to tractors, dog collars to doorbells, riding mowers to remote keys. If it takes a battery, we have it at Rex Battery. Over 75,000 batteries in stock right now. So if you're wondering if we've got a battery, yep, we've got it. They're fresh, fully charged, and ready to go. Keeping Central Illinois fully powered for over 60 years. Rex Battery, 1330 East El Dorado, Decatur. Rex with a double X battery. Generations of power. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp today. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. The InventHelp data bank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Get started today. Call 1-800-217-4380. That's 1-800-217-4380. Again, 1-800-217-4380. People won't give you the real talk on drugs. But it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is killing people. It's a powerful opioid, often made illegally and commonly mixed with illicit drugs. It can even be pressed into counterfeit pills that resemble prescription medications. Just two milligrams, about the size of a few grains of sand, could potentially be lethal. This isn't an ad to scare you, but it is an ad to make you think twice. Get the facts. Go to realdealonfentanyl.com. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council. This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. Is that Aretha? Yes. Remember when we saw her in concert? We did. Welcome back to The Morris Code. You are listening to, if you're just joining us, Dr. JK and Juanita Morris, and we're glad that you are here. And we are also glad to be here on this Wednesday and sunshiny day. We got a little more sunshine um, uh, in, in, in the extended day. It's usually pitch black by now. It is. We saw Aretha, I don't know. I think it was uh, 2002? Mm, no, we were married. Three, four, three. It had to be three, four. Huh. It was a four or five. <laughs> 2002, 2003. It was between 2005. <laughs> three and 2005. Why do you say that? Because okay. um, it was before Kyle was born. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it had to be either five. He wasn't born until six. No, you, he was born at six, but we wouldn't, we wouldn't have been there if you were pregnant and you would have been pregnant. We wouldn't have? I don't think so. Okay. I mean. Totally fine. It had to be 2004. Making it up. Yeah, it had to be 2004. That's what I'm going with. What, sticking with it? Yeah. Well, I don't have a year, so I'm going to go with your year. Okay. That sounds good to me. I think it and she finished at 11. And we were like, yeah, no. Because it was New hour. Year's Eve. <laughs> it was New Year's Eve. She was on Detroit time. Yes. And and she uh, she came back and finished the show. She took us into the new year. She did. She it did was, she was re- It was really, it really was good. It was amazing. Yep. It was amazing to see her in concert. We had great seats. We had great. We always have really, really good seats. I'm just saying, I like to sit <clears> close. Except for the last concert we went to in, oh, in St. Louis. In St. Louis. Yeah. Um. Well. And then we went to one in Jackson, Mississippi. That, that was. We didn't have good seats there either. Who did we see in Jackson that we didn't I, have? I, good I seats? don't remember. We saw the lady who stood in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like any given church Sunday. Well, this was a concert, and we were on the floor, and there was a lady standing in front of me. She might not have been standing in front of you, but she stood in front of me the entire concert. Clearly, that's a trigger trigger for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I don't like going to concerts. Well, you, I... I love them. You, I, yes. I, that is your thing. I that live my whole best life. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if I never go to another one, I'll be okay. I didn't know that. Uh, 
Well, Concerts are loud. It's, yes, they're loud. Oh my god, it's so amazing. And now people are smoking. Well, it's the smoke now, and yeah, and and that kind of jazz. But I didn't know you didn't like concerts. I don't like. I like very intimate, small concerts, like okay. big concerts. I I can. I didn't grow up going to concerts. I don't know if I grew up going to them. Well, I grew up going to church concerts. <laughs> <laughs> so it's much more intimate. Well, nowadays, that's not like COVID. Oh, well, I mean. So we just had an election, um, and the polls closed yesterday. Um, and we have been gone for a month, and so both of those are, you know, it's trying to figure out what was important and, and what's important to us and um, how do we continue to have meaningful conversations and take advantage of the opportunity that we have before us to share, excuse me, just a different perspective while we are on the air each week for um, for an hour? And when I thought about the two things that came to me, <clears throat> excuse me, the framework, I know I'm you looking like, what is going on? <laughs> Cat got your throat. <laughs> I was really trying to pull it off, too. <laughs> but you were like, yeah, no, lady. <laughs> You're coughing and cackling. <laughs> I missed you guys. <laughs> we missed you, too. Uh, I brought, I brought, uh, what did you I brought bring? you something to... <laughs> refresh yourself. Who me? Yeah, you. What is it? What I brought earlier. Oh, okay. yeah. So it's creating. It's wreaking havoc now. I should know better then. <laughs> I won't do that. I won't do that anymore. He brought me a snack before uh, we went on the air. Look like he's typing a note on a piece of paper uh, right now. <laughs> so I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> you having a moment? I. Oh my God, y'all! So we got, we got notes and sticky notes flying all through the studio. Dom is cracking up behind the glass. This is we, uh, I was cracking up because of that laugh. I've never heard that laugh. I don't think I could even do it if I tried to. Oh my, gosh. Oh my goodness. Okay, 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 okay. So we're gonna be we right. We gotta fired. be professional because we're not trying to get fired. <laughs> Show. Okay, 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 um, okay. We're starting over. <laughs> first show in a month and last show. And last show. Grand opening. Before our, Grand even, before our anniversary. Grand closing. Oh, you know goodness. what? They went off right before the anniversary. <laughs> we're like, yeah, we were only scheduled for 49 episodes anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. my goodness. Okay, 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 oh, my okay, goodness. okay, okay. My um, goodness, that was funny. That was not funny. That was hilarious. Um, but one of the things that I felt like would anchor our conversation in between the giggles and the laughs is this social determinants of health concept. And, um, and when we start to introduce this concept in between these tiers of giggles, um, it, I, I think that it will help us to frame even the conversation around health even the conversation around um, engaging in our community from a um, political and voter registration and engagement piece. So, how, how do you how do you think we should we we should because there's there's this idea of there's five social determinants of health. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to have to explain that. Yep, I yeah. agree. Yeah. And so, the social determinants of health really say, in, and I think in in its simplest form, that says. Our environments, wherever we born, wherever we are born, wherever we live, wherever we learn, work, play, worship, all of the things that we do uh, determines the outcomes and the risk of our life. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> and so with the social determinants, oh, look who's coughing now. The social determinants of health, there's five of them. One, is, And we're going to just kind of briefly introduce them. Mm-hmm. Um, economic stability is one. Okay. Education access and quality of education is one. Healthcare access and the quality of healthcare is one. Neighborhood and built environment is one. And the final one is social and community context. And we're saying that, and the research says 
and the literature says, and then the common sense kind of says when we think about it and put it in into context, is that each of those things determines the quality of life that I have and I experience. Mm-hmm. That's phenomenal. <clears throat> and where did they come from? Who 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 um, who gives us these social determinants of health? Is it something that 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 is referenced by an organization or, or where does it come from? I think that that's a really good question that we, we have to present. And it comes from places and organizations like the World Health Organization. It comes from the United States government. And all it's saying is, is how we frame our life mm-hmm. and all of the factors determine the input. The input determines the output. And there's so many things that determine the output and output meaning the longevity, mm-hmm. how long we live, and the quality of life, life in the in the length of our right. our days on this. What's between the dashes? Yes, mm-hmm. and right. so if we talk about economic stability as a social determinant of health, people who have steady employment are less likely to live in poverty and more likely to be healthy. Okay. So there's so much more that goes around that. But when we talk about workforce and we talk about making sure folks have access to opportunity in in employment, making sure that the field is level in pay, making sure that we have insurance and good insurance through our employment providers, people who have steady employment are less likely to live in poverty and more likely to be healthy. So in the United States... One in ten people live in poverty. Yes, right, and and most of most of the people cannot afford things like healthy food because healthy food is expensive. Yes, I like to say it's going to cost you one way or the other. It's going to cost you to eat healthy, or it's going to cost you in health care. Yes, yeah. So, uh, healthy foods can't afford health care, and can't afford quality. Adequate housing. Right. Right. Because we need money for all of those things. That's right. And if I'm living less than paycheck to paycheck or if I'm living or working at a job that is not paying me a fair and equitable wage or if I am um, doing the exact same thing as a counterpart, but I am making less, that determines my economic stability, not affluence. Right. But stability. Right. And I think that that is what most people want. We, uh huh, see there? We want economic stability. Right. Okay. At a minimum, that's what we want. At a bare minimum. At a bare minimum. Yeah, Yeah, that's such a good point. At a minimum. We talk about, um, and we can continue to talk about economic stability because I think that that's huge. And I think that that's a lot of the work that is happening in, in our community. But when we also talk about economic stability in particular here, we have to address who's unemployed as well as who's underemployed. Mm-hmm. And that's not given to us by merely national and, feg- and, and federal unemployment rates, but it's given to us by local unemployment rates. Who is that population that's unemployed? Is it men? Is it women? Is it black? Is it white? Is it Asian? Is it Hispanic? Is it young or is it old? Is it parents? Is it single people? Like we have to have a clear picture of who is unemployed and underemployed in order to help meet the threshold of the minimum. And here is why the elections, our elections are so important, especially to economic stability. It's that the the people that we vote for and that are in office, they are responsible for making policies to help the citizens of this country, of this county, of this state, of this city. They're responsible for policies around food, around housing, around health care, and around education. And once we have people in office who are astute enough to help develop policies and put those policies in place, then there, there, there should that should lead to a semblance of economic stability. Absolutely. You are listening to The Morse Code, and right now we're talking about the five social determinants of health and how it is directly connected and related to uh, the election that we just experienced yesterday and some of the things that we've experienced, my family and I, over the past um, month that we've been out. And we are going to share more and to continue to have this conversation. We will be right back, and thank you for listening. 
Experience pure rock and roll euphoria with Led Zeppelin II at Kirkland Fine Arts Center Saturday, May 6th at 7.30. The live experience recreates the sight sounds of a Led Zeppelin concert. LZ2 delivers the intense, raw energy of songs such as Whole Lotta Love, Stairway to Heaven, Cashmere, Dazed and Confused, and many more from the entire catalog of Zeppelin studio, bootleg, and live recordings. The late great drummer John Bonham is represented by Milliken alum Greg Fundus. Tickets available now at Kirkland FineArts.com. When was the last time someone stopped you on the street and complimented you on your style? Hi, this is George Truckfus, co-owner of the Brass Horn, and if you're struggling to come up with an answer to that question, I'm here to help. I believe it's easier than ever to look better than the rest. I founded the Brass Horn in 1990 to help my customers put together a look that will get them noticed. I believe that every moment is an occasion, and the Brass Horn is a store for all occasions. Set the bar higher, let your appearance speak for itself, find your look at the Brass Horn. At Scott State Bank, we want to be your community bank. Hello, this is Luke Williams, Vice President and the Mountain Zion Location Manager. I invite you to check out all the benefits of a locally owned community bank can offer you and your business. We offer the same services as a big bank, but still understand the importance of giving personal attention to our customers that makes us second to none. Community banks build better communities and brighter futures. Scott State Bank has been investing in our community since 1887. We are customer-focused, community-driven, committed to you. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Are you looking for a way to reach a wider audience for your business? Look no further than Newhoff Media's integrated advertising solutions. By combining the power of digital advertising with the time-tested effectiveness of radio, you can create a comprehensive marketing strategy that reaches all kinds of local customers. With Newhoff Media, you'll have access to a team of experts who will work with you to create a customized plan that meets your specific needs and goals. Don't wait to take your business to the next level. Contact your Newhoff Media representative today. Start seeing the benefits of integrated advertising for yourself. This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. Yeah, yeah. You ain't nothing but a... JK looks confused. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she back! Mm. Hey! Thank you, Don. <laughs> I know that you ain't nothing but a hound dog. Crying all the time. Welcome back. Mm. Welcome back to the Morris Code. I'm your host, Doctor Juanita Morris, and along with me in this journey is my my dude, is Doctor JK. What's up, babe? Hey, babe. You- babe. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm doing Thanks, great. Kevin Not. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Nart. Kevin Not Hart. <laughs> Who was that? Who was what? Singing. Whose song is that? Dom. Oh. That was Doja Cat. Oh, okay. I feel like he just gave you like a pop quiz or something. I know. Like I wouldn't know I, I, when I, I only, the one clicking on it and I it says the name. Only asked because I did not know. Oh, I mean, I figure you didn't know. You did. When you played yeah. it. Yeah. Because yeah. right. when I. I've heard, you, of, I've heard of Doja Cat. That's good. Yeah. She's the, she's the best friend with Saweetie. Oh, I saw Saweetie yeah. last night on. on um, uh, that's my jam. That's my jam yeah. with with uh, what's her Kiki name? Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer. Yeah. I, See, I, that's I my that. girl. Kiki, Kiki Palmer. Palmer. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah. The rest, I, I mean, they're good. Well, I, I am guess. was on there too, and oh, cool. uh, yeah, well, I am. Joel McHale. Was it Joel McHale? I don't know, but I thought he played in a super. It wasn't he Joel played McHale. In a, I thought that other dude played in a soap opera. Who was he? Who? That was on. That's my jam on Will I Am's team. It was a Joel McHale. What does he, he do? He did um, the actor. Yeah. Yes. Oh, cool. The actor. Yeah. Joel McHale. I think he it was didn't Joel know McHale. any songs though. It might <laughs> not have been Joel McHale. I don't know. I don't know. Welcome back. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> listen here. I'm not gonna say what I was thinking. Okay. Good. We are um, back in the studio after being gone for a month, and so the the last month, March, was that March? That was March. We uh, thought it would have been a good idea to re and air the conversations that we had with um, those who were seeking to be elected in the school board election. And so we done that. We had pretty good conversations with the vast majority of kids. <laughs> we got a lot going on today. <laughs> we got a lot to get he to today. He is yawning in here and I'm like, am I boring you? What's going no, on? <laughs> no. So, I got to check my O2 sensor. 
Oh my god. <laughs> At least he's not, you know, hyped up on all the uh, the oh, coffee like last caffeine. time. I had coffee the night earlier. He just had ice cream, so it's uh-huh. kicking in. Yeah. Yeah. But we did, and we were talking about the five social determinants of health, and we done a quick introduction of the economic um, stability. Stability. Mm-hmm. Which 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 one you want to talk about next? Do you want to introduce um, another one today? Well, uh, education, access, and quality. Yeah. Um, so people with higher levels of education are more likely to be healthier and live longer. Yeah. Do you agree? I do. Yeah. That's what the why? research says. Why do you, why? Um, they probably have a better quality of life, have less, uh, I won't say less stressful jobs, but they have less, um, they have jobs that require less physical mm. um, physical labor or physical abilities, mm-hmm. which then um, gives them the ability to, I guess, have longevity in their life. Okay. Yep. That sound? Yeah, because most of the time what the research says is that the the more and, and yes, we are in this space where a degree is not required in order to make an adequate living. We are. And I think that we have always been there, even though we talk about it as a new concept. We've always had vocational education. Mm-hmm. It's just reinventing itself now. Right. And so there was a push for folks to get college degrees because that's what was required as an entry to careers and professions, but we also got to acknowledge that careers and professions, they have expanded. Mm -hmm. There's so many new jobs that we would have never imagined that may or may not require a formal um, degree or or education. Mm -hmm. But here is the thing. Access to education and quality education has a direct correlation to the outcomes and the longevity of my life. Mm -hmm. It does. If you live in a place with low performing schools and parents cannot afford to put their children or send their children to college, the outcomes for that family in terms of health and quality of life is very different from another family that may have choices. Mm -hmm. And so as we start to talk about or have this conversation about even school board election Mm -hmm. and creating an academic and an educational system that honors and values the people in the community, then that looks very, very different than, than just building an education system and saying, okay, here it is. I think that for me, my belief is that you have significantly more options um, in terms of career choice, um, job readiness, in, ter- in what you want to do if there is some type of degree or certificate or something after Post high school, post diploma, including diploma, including diploma, because we because people make the assumption that the vast majority of folks who graduate from high school. But there's a another group of people that may not make it through for whatever reason. Mm. And that goes back to the core of education. We have to create systems that provide access to quality, not just access to education, access to quality academic instruction that is impactful to change the lives and the trajectories of our students. Don't do that well. And part of that for us who are not necessarily inside of the system means that we need to go vote. Right. Because those people, and we go back to what we said before the break, when we elect people, when we elect individuals who are concerned with the policies and the results of those policies, then we have better impact. We have more impact, greater impact from those individuals who understand what their roles should be as a governing board. Yes. And that's, that's, <clears throat> we got to vote. <laughs> well, we have to have, we number do. one, we have to have candidates who are qualified and we have to have people who want to do the work. Yep. And we, ha- they, those people have to run. I don't want people to show up to run who think they are doing somebody a favor. Hmm. I don't. I want people that are going to show up to run who have an expertise and a commitment to seeing the outcome shifted and providing access, quality, academic instruction for our kids. I don't want people to run just to say I'm holding an office. Nope, that, not at all. That does not do that doesn't do the community any good. 
whatsoever. And so when we get that, we, 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 we build boards based on sometimes people who want to run and to be on a board because many of us are not as engaged as we can be and should be in the election process. Mm -hmm. So DPS 61 school board, 40,470 registered voters. Ballots cast was 5,262. Turnout was 13%. And that is how we're showing up for our kids. And that is how we are showing up as a community Right? right, to provide access and quality education for our students. Mm-hmm. No, we don't. We 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 don't get to check out now. We don't. We we. When I show up to the school board to go to the mic, mm-hmm. I should have showed up also to the ballot. You should bring your ballot with you, right? To let people know that you voted. Yes, mm-hmm. that would be that would be amazing. 40,470 people who are registered, 5,262 votes cast, 13% voter turnout in the school board election. Now, think about that again, though, because they were voting for three. That's not ballots cast. That's votes. That's ballots cast. That's ballots cast? Yep. Ballots cast. Okay. So I can look up the number of votes. Okay. But they were voting for three. You're absolutely right. Right. And so the way we affect what you think. Go ahead. The way we affect outcomes, if we're talking about the social determinants of health, the way that we become a more healthy community, the way that we become a more healthy society, the way that we become a more healthy um, family is to make sure that we have adequate access to quality education. That is one of the five social determinants of health. Hmm. And one of the ways we all can support that is to be intentional about who is serving on the board. Mm-hmm. Whose task is to create policy and manage the superintendent. Right, mm-hmm. they got one employee. Right, but that's all boards. That's not just school board. That's right. That's all boards. And if 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 the boards are not managing their one employee effectively, then shame on the board. Well, we put the board in. Well, shame on us. That's right. Like this is a symbiotic relationship, and we all have a responsibility here. This is not just the, the, the school district. This is not just the board. This is not just, it is all of us. When we started this process, what we said was, was that a year ago, we, don't, we won't invite folks to, to come on and talk about politics. I think that Newhoff has created a space for people to engage in that political discussion, and they can do that with uh, the Brian Byers show on in the mornings. He talks to the, the, the senators and the this and the that and the third. We didn't, I didn't want to do that. But when the school board election came up, we had some conversation, mm-hmm. right? Right. We did. That is important to me. That is a priority in terms of what we do and how we live. And we know, and I know, born and raised here. Not only am I born and raised here, I went to um, Washington Elementary School. I attended Thomas Jefferson Middle School when it was a, a junior high. I left there and I went to Dwight D. Eisenhower High School. And I graduated in 1990 in three years mm. from Dwight D. Eisenhower High School. So the the You're smart I am be, be getting it in. I don't be acting like it because you ain't nothing but a. <laughs> 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 but I, I'm I'm uh, I don't play no. And so when we talked about having conversations with folks who are running for office, what we said was was that we would engage in that one area right because that was important to us we can't do this thing in isolation right and what i'm saying now is is that it has a detrimental effect and impact on our health mm-hmm. and longevity 
when we don't get it right. I'm off my soapbox. Are you? Yeah, I'm getting off. Why? I don't know. I feel like I'm on it, though. That's okay. Sometimes what's said on the soapbox needs to be heard. Right? And there are people out there listening. We hope. Uh, (laughs) There's a lot of people listening. Yeah. There are people out there listening. And I'm I'm sure that they, they... there is some agreement. And some well, disagreement. And some disagreement, good. but that's fine. Yep. I, I think you need that. Yeah. You need both of it. You need both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Right. But we, like you said, we have to be held accountable. We do. We have to be held accountable. So when the outcomes show up in the paper, mm-hmm. when something happens in the building. Or when there are no outcomes. Or when we don't have the adequate outcomes or any outcomes at all. At all. My question would be then, what are we expecting? Because what are we building? Right. Thank you for listening to, to Dr. JK and I. You're listening to The Morris Code on WSOY 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, and streaming live on NowDecatur.com. We'll be right back. How far will the left go to win 2024? Will they send out more stimulus checks or give away trillions more to left-wing groups? The simple truth is they don't care if your retirement is eroded down to a fraction of its value. They just Hi, Stephen K. Bannon. I want to encourage you to diversify your 401K or IRA out of paper assets and in to a physical gold IRA. And the only company I recommend for gold IRAs is conservative-owned Birch Gold Group. To learn more, text the word HEDGE to 989898 to get their free info kit on gold IRAs. Do this now before Democrats have a chance to legislate away your life savings. Get your free info kit on gold IRAs by texting HEDGE to the number 989898. There's nothing to buy. And no obligation at all. So use your agency. Take action now. Text the word HEDGE to the number 989898. Paid for by Birch Gold Group. Tourism is one of the largest industries in America. Let's bring those dollars home to our community. The Decatur Area Convention and Visitors Bureau needs your help to make that happen. What conventions, festivals, and sporting events would you like to see brought to Decatur? Just let the CVB staff know and they will do the work to connect your idea to Decatur area venues. To submit your suggestions, call the Decatur Area Convention and Visitors Bureau at 423-7000 or visit DecaturCVB.com. Don't get stuck in a 9-to-5 office job. Get outdoors with From the Ground Up Landscapes. Starting pay $15 an hour and their team will train you to become proficient in all aspects of landscaping. Come join their team with a great attitude. Visit ftgulandscapes.com. That's ftgulandscapes.com for application and more details. Applicants must have a valid driver's license, be able to lift up to 80 pounds, and in good physical condition for a 40-hour work week. This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. because he is so good. Mm, 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 mm. I don't know if y'all know, but he good to the Morrises. He has kept us. Oh. Mm. He mm. he he has he mm. he has kept us. A year ago, <clears throat> we spent some time um I spent some time at home with my husband cuz he had gone through a major surgery. And wow. then Really? Yeah, put it all out there because he's he's good, right? Yeah, he is. Um, and then this this year, probably I don't know, November, December, January. Last year, what we did was we put uh, health as a priority for our family. Like J.K. has always been um, health and fitness focused. 
which is great. But what we wanted to do, we were very intentional about slowly starting to shift the narrative, in particular of black and brown folks who have ad, ad, aversion to um, um, doctors and, and, and that kind of thing. And so we wanted that to be different for our kids. And so last year, we I know you, you had um, a procedure, and then we went through and made sure that our both of our kids were connected to doctors, and mm-hmm. we make sure that they keep dentist appointments, and we make sure that they do orthodontist appointments. And so this year, um, during that time, what I recognized was was that my needs weren't being met by my current provider. Mm. Um, and after we got our kids straight and you were straight, then I said, okay, it was time for me to start to look for a new provider and just exploring some things. And so the last month that we were out, I was home because I had had a major surgery. And when I tell you that he's good. Hmm. Oh, you don't have to tell me. I know. I know. I know. And so we are back at um, like. Ooh, it could have yeah. been bad. <laughs> yeah. It could have been bad. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was good. No. Yeah, it was good. Back at about, mm. no, eighty percent now. But when we talk, and if this is your eighty percent, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> but when we talk about. And the entire time we were going through it, like we were going through it just together as a family, right? Mm-hmm. And we were at just a, a small, super small and super tight tribe that was just kind of surrounding us. But when we talk about the social determinants of health, one of those pieces is having access to quality health care. The reason we have access to quality health care is because we have access to economic stability, mm. which means that we have insurance. The reason we have access to economic stability is because it was important for us to do um, formal higher ed degrees, mm-hmm. which has allowed us to continue to be employed which creates economic stability, which also creates the ability to have access to quality health care. It's, it's, it's a circle. It makes a difference in the yeah. outcome and the longevity of life. Right. And it all plays well together. Because over the last month, I've been home, mm-hmm. <laughs> babysat mm-hmm. <laughs> by my guy, and the ability for us to be there as a family to to continue to maneuver and to get well. Yeah. I mean, it was so interesting when we were at uh, at the physician's office and they were talking about the surgery and how some women who don't have access to economic stability. Yes. After major surgery. Yep. They were going back to work. Two days. Two days. After a major, major surgery. Yep. Like that, that boggles my mind. He shared with us, or I don't know if it was the doctor, but she, one of them shared with us that the woman called back to be released to go back to work because she said, if I don't go to work, then my family does not eat. And so if I think about... The, the, because I know how I felt two days after, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And if I think about um, the long term, mm-hmm. there is some, some y- y- you said it, you pay now or you pay later. Right. Something along the way, she's going to have to pay right. later because in two days, there's no way. There's no healing that can, there, there's still stress to yep. the body at that point in time. I would think, well, I yeah. know there's still stress to the body at that point in time. And it, it, the healing process has not even begun. Nope. Right? Not physically, not physically, not emotionally, not, not e- mentally. No, no, that takes time. And two, two days after a major surgery. No, nope. And so this idea of, 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 of life and life expectancy and, and living and we talk about authenticity and about the journey, all of these pieces 
mm-hmm. play a part mm-hmm. in the outcome. Right. They do. So we're going to have some conversations about these five social determinants of health over the next few weeks because really hadn't planned to, but it it all bodes well together in terms of how we are moving through life and how do we continue to be aware of the impact of the choices and decisions that we have in all of these areas make. We asked that doctor so many questions. We did. He had to leave the room, go see a patient, and then come back. Right. Because we were still there asking questions. He surely did. Yeah, taking notes. Right. And a lot of times, we just don't know the questions to ask. You know why? Because it's the education Mm -hmm. and the access to quality education. I will tell you, when we went in, when we went in, there was already a plan of action in place. Yes. For my wife's surgery. Yep. So we had to flip the script yep. and say, no, that's not what we're going to do. Yep. We have to advocate for our own health care. Like we don't want, okay, we don't want the Cadillac. Nope. We just want the Chevette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Give us, give us what we need. Don't do anything extra. That's right. And, and, and just do the, the minimum. Yeah. Of what it takes. Don't we don't know. We ain't trying to do all that. <laughs> you know. doing too much. <laughs> right? You you you're doing a little too much. Yes. Yeah. So we you you have to ask. You have to be an advocate. But and don't go in alone. Never go in alone. Never go in alone. But you also have to make sure that we we have to make sure, which goes back to this voting, that we're creating a system of education that allows people in the ability to continue to have conversations. And that the only way we teach our kids to do that and our young folks that are coming up is to create not only ac- equitable, mm-hmm. but create systems that are solely and wholly complete and fair for our young right. folks. Quality. Mm-hmm. education. Don't just give them anything. Give them quality education because that is where the advocacy and the learning the advocacy begins. Mm-hmm. Instead of shushing them. Right. Because he could have shushed us. Yeah. Oh, no, no he couldn't have shushed us. Well, I got my pocketbook. I'm gone. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> right. Get my yeah. pocketbook going about my business. Right. But and, that's that's what that's what we have to do. And it's not just Medical doctors, it's it's eye doctors. Yes, dentists. Dentists. Lawyers. Lawyers. Not it's, any in chief. Right. People at the grocery. Right. It's got to be clear. Very clear. But we have to give people the tools to, to develop a, a common language of communication to have a clear understanding. Right. Goes back to the social determinant of health of education. Economic stability. Economic stability is how I get insurance. Mm-hmm. Right. I get insurance from economic stability through my education. That's right. What are we doing? We got to do better. So I'm back on that soapbox. I'm going to get off. Oh, we got how many more social determinants? We got two more after that. We got that. about two, three more. And we're going to walk through these over the next few weeks because I think that they are important in how how are we living this authentic life. Mm-hmm. Right. We will see y'all. Um, we will hear y'all and hopefully see you all soon. Next week marks our one-year anniversary. Thank you so much for listening to D. Morris Code. Thank you, Dom. I'm so glad we're back. Uh, See y'all next Wednesday. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.